0: Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Rory, how you doing? Ken, good. How are you? I'm good, man. That's <laughs> <Nice one. laughs> <laughs> no, What <are> we talk <laughs> about in this podcast?
1: Um, what we do, how to sell the rally. Yeah. I think that's a it. huge topic at the moment. I think we've seen it in the app. It's one of your favorite things to say at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Really, I'm like, are we part? <laughs> <laughs> sell the rally, sell <laughs> the rally. I'm sitting on top of Ken's shoulder,
0: just Sell the rally. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, market conditions, I mean, the way markets are at the moment, it is about sell the rally. You know, selling the rally of those risky assets, sell the rally stocks. Yeah. It makes sense, right? It does, um, yeah. uh, How would you approach it? Hey, first thing
1: you want to do, you know, for most of the guys out there, just start to look at the charts and draw the trend line on. Mm. We were just looking at the die off camera there, you know, looking at um, Euro as well. You can always just see this trend line, the same trend line, going down with them all. And it's all about waiting until it comes up to roughly that area. Also, everything we're looking at here just in the chart now, it's all just lower highs. So whenever we come up quite close to the previous high, that's just when you're looking to sell. But it's also just then tying in the economic conditions around that. So just waiting for some data to come out and things. So maybe at the start of the month, for example, you might have data that comes out that reverses the, the, um, the downward trend. And then during the whole month of, let's just say, October, you see price rallying higher and higher and higher. And what you're doing then is you see data at the end of the month and you're just waiting for that data to come out. If it comes out negative, then you're just simply looking to sell. So it is just a matter of fact of having your technicals on, having patience, and then having the backing from your fundamentals.
0: Agreed, mate. I always okay. say, so obviously, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive in deeper into what you said, but I always say that, look, at the end of the day, like, for example, right now we're with, with and Eurodollar, and I want to show a couple of things in a moment, but the fundamentals is what's driving this to the downside. Like, yeah. you technical... Um, people th- that say fundamentals don't play a part. It's all technical. Shut your freaking gobs. <laughs> what your, the asset class that you're trading is being driven by underlying fundamentals. Like yeah. with Euro dollar as an example, right? I've, I, I noted this all the way up here. So right. If we go right, right, right up here, uh, it is even probably before this, but here, look, ECB and FOMC divergence dollar winning yeah. you know the dollar has the edge over the over the euro because the FOMC has been more aggressive than the ECB yeah. that has been the key underlying theme that's tr- sent this to the downside yeah. you know so that's the first thing yeah. that I'm looking at you know I'm seeing what the theme is yeah um now you know and we had it before if we if we look at the pound I'm, I'm not going to get it up in a moment but when we had the situation in the pound you remember when obviously uh, after the UK voted to leave the EU Brexit yeah then the underlying theme was uh, was uh, Brexit, right? Yeah. It was like, now now we're leaving the EU. So it was a mess. So every rally that we saw for GBP was being being sold. And we pull up the chart, we'd, we'd see it. Um, the rallies were just being sold for the pound. Yeah. You know, when all this mess with Theresa May, you know, yeah. we had a bit of hope, you know, da, 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 but then it sold, you know, yeah. it just kept being sold. And that's what I mean. The fundamentals firstly are, are the key.
1: Yeah. You know, I know. And you're always going to get it. People think that, Rallies are optimism. Sometimes rallies are just profit taking. And you have to remember that Exactly. You know, you have to remember every single thing you trade is a two-way trade. Mm. For every seller, there has to be a buyer. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes the buyers just are maybe looking to step in there to take a position up. And especially with the FX markets, you have to remember too, is that there's actually businesses on the other side of this. Mm. And whenever I worked for an international company, they used to sell mining equipment and cranes and things all over the world. They actually never cared what the dollar rate was. Mm. You know why? Because they just had to transfer money that day. They had mm. to transfer six, seven million dollars to Exactly, they didn't true. care about the price. You get some. They just had to invoice six or seven million dollars
0: yeah. out. And what people got to remember is, yeah. FX is a real thing. You've got people businesses, as you say, yeah. doing big FX yeah. flows, like because they have so, to. It's their business. They yeah. might be, uh, you know, an importer or an exporter. Yeah. You know, they might have, you know, dollars that they need to repatriate. Like it's just, yeah. it's a thing. Well, know, FX, it's not just speculative FX. FX yeah. is foreign exchange, damn it. You Nin- know? 90%
1: of FX is actually business use. Real business flows, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Whenever I was working at
1: that company, I was told to go to the bank and put through X amount of money. Mm. So you put through five or six million I was then told to ask what the exchange rate was. Exchange rate. Exchange rate. <laughs> <laughs> I was then told to ask what the exchange rate was. Mm. I wasn't told to see what the exchange rate is. Mm. I just asked, what was it? What was it, yeah. You know, they didn't care if they were getting one, yeah, at the time it was, you know, 120 for for one nineteen. They didn't care. They were just like, send it through. Although right. they were with an investment bank. Mm. So we obviously got, you know, some of the best
0: rates about. Well, just so, on that point, actually. So uh, for me, right, um, yeah. years ago, back, well, through, you know, when I left, uh, uh, when I was an analyst at Ranscork, yeah, I went to foreign exchange, broken. Yeah. Um, so I worked my way up. Uh, eventually, I worked for quite a decent sized um, firm. Yeah. Um, and I looked after, um, you know, companies that are doing millions in terms of each transaction. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was a, a corporate manager, a dealer. So I do their physical, you know, the physical transactions. Yeah. But... At first, so I had some clients that were just like, you know, you know, what's, what's the rate? And, and obviously they'd just do the transaction that like, I could take a decent margin. I'd, nice. That's a nice bit of profit in my pocket, you know, yeah. a nice bit of commission. But then you get guys that will squeeze the hell out of you, you know, so I'd be, you know, on the phone and they'd be on the other phone to another broker. And then you are just fight in this shitty business. To be yeah. honest, It's like, it's not much you can yeah. do because, you know, it does. Yeah, you got to remember as well, like these guys might be running on tight margins, so a little fluctuation in the rate yeah. can mean a shitload, you know, yeah. to their bottom line. Exactly. You know, so... Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice, at Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app.
1: And I mean, I know that, you know, the company that I was with at the start of the year. Yeah. So our investment bank was actually Bank of America Mm -hmm. So at the start of 2022 They actually predicted a stronger dollar And they basically said to the company They said look, just keep buying dollar So their hedge for the year At the start, I think they bought Was it $360 million Or something they bought Yeah, they bought $360 million Through Bank of America Because that was our investment bank Who gave us Mm. research, reports And said, you know, this is what we think So at the start of the year They bought $360 million (laughs) And then throughout the year, just kept buying as the need. So that was their hedge. Mm. And we weren't the only company doing that.
0: Every other company was That's doing true. that. That's true. Those big transactions. So
1: whenever we're, whenever we're being told that we think there's going to be a stronger dollar or, you know, a weaker pound, you need to start buying pound now because it's going to be weaker in the future. What do they do? Start buying it, start buying it, start buying it. So whenever they're buying it, what happens on the FX screen? You see the rally mm. because all these companies are buying That's it. Sad.
0: Now, let me ask you something, actually, just because yeah. this is gold. Like, how does a retail trader access some of these, these flows, like understand these flows are going on? They can't really,
1: to be quite honest. I mean, you can't, um, you can't know when these companies are buying. Mm. But what you have to remember is that if the market's going down, recognise what this rally is. Is this rally investment banks communicating to their clients that, let's say for cable, for example, the pound's about to get a lot weaker. You need to start buying a lot now mm. in order if you want to use it in the future. So they start buying it now. This is where we see the rallies. And then once we reach that peak and these companies stop buying all their funds, then we start to see it selling again, selling off. Mm. Because price is up here, nobody's willing to buy, market makers can't shift it, so they move the price down. Yeah, And that's yeah. pretty much what happens. So is it a rally on speculative uh, investors or is it a rally on commercial investors? Yeah, mate. You know?
0: Also, for me, so, you know, obviously discuss fundamentals there and real FX flows um mm. so then obviously once, once I've sort of tied in the fundamentals I'm um, then like w- when the pullbacks when, when I'm trying to establish okay Maybe we're, maybe we're exhausted, obviously looking, just this is just an example, obviously on the weekly, on the higher frame. Like for example, this, I pay attention to candlestick patterns as well. Candlesticks are a big thing for me. Yep. Like here, you know, for me, this indicates a bit of what's known as a, an evening star, you know, candlesticks that appear at the top of the trend to indicate that we're going to see a shift in momentum mm-hmm. and it approached my zone. So we've got a big zone here. Yep. If you just simply just looking left, most recently, you could see this previously was actually supporting a price before we eventually broke through that and it gave way. Yeah. So I knew, okay, look, we're coming up to a zone now where there's potentially, previously active support is going to be supply we've got an evening star uh, at the top of the trend and now obviously i'm looking at that and then i'm going to drop to lower time frames to see my entry to yeah. see that pushing to the downside yeah. you know so those are things sort of technically yeah. i'm looking at as well
1: yeah and it's even if we want to
0: dive even further in yeah you know, i think it's probably as far
1: as i can dive but go on when you look at that you when know, we used to get orders coming from corporate saying whenever cable reaches or euro reaches a certain level we want to sell, we want to buy back mm. X amount or we want to sell X amount. Mm-hmm. So say, for example, what price is up there? at 107? Well, here, or, this yeah, is 108. 108, yeah, right? That, yeah. So That's, we maybe would have been sitting there and corporate would have said, um, or the CFO maybe would have said, right, whenever it gets to 107, yeah. they would have rang Bank of America and said, whenever it prices at 107, yeah, we'll, we'll take 50 million of it. Mm. And a lot of other people were maybe saying the same. So whenever it was sitting at 106, market makers could see that there was an influx of order at mm. 107. And they were like, right, there's a lot of people willing to sell here. So what happens? Price drives up very quickly, mm. takes all the orders of everybody looking to go. And because we're all sitting there waiting to sell, then price drops all the way down. Yeah. And simply maybe the CFO actually did just log on and do a very slight technical analysis and said, well, yeah, I'll take it in around 107. That's fine. Yeah. You know, so factors like this do happen. Mm. You know, and a lot of retail clients don't really understand that.
0: I, I reckon I could make a good CFO. Like in terms yeah. of managing the FX books, that that side of things. If 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 a company, whatever I'm looking after, yeah. is has a decent FX exposure, we probably could. We could probably do a good damn job.
1: Yeah, I know. mean, right now you just tell them to sell the rally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Do> you know. <laughs> yeah. So so what, yeah, that's pretty much my take on it. But with all that said, you do need the the fundamental reason. You know, we weren't our company. wasn't just as easy as that. We got all this research from. Mm. Bank of America which is the research that you need to be doing to understand why the market's going to move the way it is definitely so if you're
0: doing that should be no excuse yeah agreed so guys obviously you know when you are looking to sell those rallies just make sure as simple even as simple as Typing into Google and just looking at the most recent news around what's going on in, in the Eurozone or what's yep. going on in the United States. Yeah. Just checking out the latest batch of data within the last few weeks or month. Yeah. You know, and just make sure you're in tune. Yeah, you know, those themes. Yeah. Start
1: start with the central bank action. Mm. You know, once yeah. you start good with point. that, then you'll have a good understanding anyway. That's so, it. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good episode, mate. Nice yeah. one. I think people find good value in that. Guys, yeah. as a reminder, a lot of this stuff that Rory and I are covering, every single day, we're making this easy for you anyway by breaking the markets down fundamentally and tying yeah. it in with the technicals via the app. Yeah,
1: if you've any more questions on this topic, send them in through the app and we'll get back to them. Please do. Because it can be a pretty deep topic. Damn right. Yeah.
0: Rory, nice one.
1: Ken, nice one. See you in the next one.